0: You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSE has opened its doors for another day and another week. So it's time for the opening, the late opening today, with Nick Kunzer from and Private Wealth in Johannesburg. And Nick, we didn't speak on Friday evening. You were doing something. I was doing something. Uh, but mm. there was some stuff going on. I was looking back at the action. You know, Shares like Capitech going down 6.5%. But just give us a brief synopsis as far as you understand of what happened mm. on Friday.
1: Yeah, morning, Lindsay. Yeah, it was a a bit of a strange end to a week, of course, dominated by all the sort of tech numbers that were coming out on Thursday, and of course, we had the bizarre um, sort of grilling we had with Zuckerberg and the tech titans all sitting in front of the Senate as well. So, sort of a strange sort of end to the week, but if we actually look back a little bit closer to home, so... Um, I guess for me, the the big one was, was the RAND. So if we look at the indices, the JSC was only down a quarter percent. But if you drill down to the numbers, there were some quite big moves. Platinum miners gave back about a percent. Resources were a little bit weaker off their strong run. Gold miners as well. Uh, and individual shares, as you said, the likes of... Um, Laksa Capitec were quite a bit lower. That was down almost 6.5%. We had M10 down 2.5%. That was a bit of a shock. They decided to scrap their sort of 2020 dividend, which was not expected. Uh, So that took a bit of a knock. So I mean, it was a bit of a strange day, Lindsay. And then looking across at Wall Street as well, it also choppy session. I mean, stocks were higher most of the day that was on the back of those sort of monster numbers we had out of apple amazon facebook and google that was the day before uh and then they sort of went negative and then went positive and then literally in the last hour we had the nasdaq running one and a half percent to finish the week up almost almost four percent on the week last week the nasdaq 3.7 percent higher mm. uh, s&p up 1.7 on the week and the dow was was actually down so Next, I guess, would sum up the whole week. A bit of a choppy session, mixed week uh, locally and abroad, really. And that brings us to Monday.
0: Yes, indeed. What's the diary looking like? I'll give you the macro diary. You give me the corporate Mm. diary and the overseas diary, if you would.
1: So so looking at the week, another busy week, I guess, uh, dominated with tech again. We've got Uber out uh, on Thursday. That'll be the one to watch. Uh, We had HSBC out this morning. That Hong Kong-listed shares, they were down almost 2%. They reported a 65% plunge in pre tax uh, sort of profits. But uh, if we look further ahead, so we've got BP tomorrow. I think they're the last of the sort of oil majors coming out. And uh, again, another dividend cut is expected from them. We have Diageo out also tomorrow. They'll give us an indication uh, Obviously, we had AB and Invev uh, last week, which was received quite well, so we've got Diageo out tomorrow. Uh, Berkshire Hathaway, they're out on the weekend, believe it or not. Uh, It's not often we get earnings out on the weekend, but Berkshire Hathaway on the the Sunday, sorry, the Saturday. Uh, Then we have Saudi Aramica, one of the world's biggest companies. They're out when the market opens on Sunday. And then uh, closer to home, we've got Glencore, we've got uh, Walt Disney, if you keep an eye on those shares. So it's quite chunky. And in the central bank space, we have the Bank of England, they meet on Thursday. I mean, there's no change expected, but uh, they give an update on Thursday. And then Reserve Bank of Australia, those who keep an eye on that, that is out tomorrow. And, of course, don't forget, we have Jobs Friday. It's the monthly non unemployment numbers. So, sure, there we go. It's a, it's a, it's a chocker week. The diary is busy this
0: week. Yes, it is. And it's uh, also quite busy in South Africa because in mm. a matter of minutes, we've got the PMI coming out. Then we've got the NAMSA new vehicle vehicle sales or non-sales. In the US, we've got the ISM manufacturing PMI today, construction spending and all that sort of thing. Yes, Uh, I even
1: forgot about that. And also Chinese numbers on Friday. We've got some trade data as well. So, yes, you're right. It is really, really busy.
0: Yeah, it is busy. Uh, Let's just towards the end of the week, if I can, from a South African perspective, Uh, electricity production, which is actually quite interesting, and also consumption, Uh, initial jobless claims in the US as well, of course. Anyway, to summarise, macro and uh, corporate is a busy, busy week this week, and it's a busy morning today on the JSE as well, because ShopRite came out with the trading Mm. update. The market went mad for it, ate it up with a spoon, nearly 10% higher.
1: Yeah, they're really good numbers. Look, we've actually liked the stock for a while, and and disclosure, we do own it in our portfolios, and I actually particularly like the share myself. And it's it's been... It's been sort of languishing between sort of 103, 105. It hasn't really got that good sort of good going. Um, and then those numbers came out this morning, and, and they are actually a really solid set of numbers. And, and, and of course, those who, who are living in South Africa will know that ShopRite, one of those those companies that is essential service, so they have been open during this lockdown. Um, and then they've also launched, interesting enough, Lindsay, you took about a disruptive sort of space. Yes, They've launched an app called, uh, called 66. Yes, and they will deliver to your house within sixty minutes uh, for thirty-five rand. And uh, I think someone was saying if they don't do it in sixty minutes, they basically they, they don't charge a fee for delivery. But apparently, a massive interest in that in that particular uh, delivery business. Again, tying in with this disruptive theme, which you, myself, and David have been talking about quite actively over the last couple of weeks. Uh, So also, apparently, it's only available in the Western Cape and and Gauteng at the moment, but huge response to that too. But yeah, really good set of numbers. And uh, again, um, market loving them, 115.63 at the moment, as you said, 10.58% up at the moment.
0: That really is very big indeed. Let's have a look at other Stock Exchange news service announcements this morning. Just uh, while I'm uh, scrolling down, what happened to Capitec Mm. on Friday? Have you read anything about that? Why was it
1: down 6.5%? 6.5%? 6.5%? Uh, no, I didn't. I mean, look, I mean, there has been rumors of... Look, their trading update wasn't great. We all know that. And um, there has been rumors of a, of a quite a large stock overhang. You know, PSG obviously selling their, uh, spinning off their holding of it too. Uh, I don't know if it's a delayed reaction. I mean, Capitec's one of those punters, favorites, Lindsay. I mean, the, the bulls on one side, the bears on the other. No one really seems to get a, get a take of it. But I have to say, I thought it has been holding up almost unfairly, well, recently, I mean, close to now nine, over 900 rand a share for a while when the other banks have been languishing down 30, 40, 50% down. Um, so I don't know, it was a bit of a strange one because Standard Bank obviously out uh, last week as well, the solid set of numbers of the stock responding up five percent. So Capitech was a little bit of an outlier, so I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe it's just a bit of a delayed reaction to what I think the stock has been holding up unfairly well. Mm, yeah. Hmm. These markets are quite efficient in South Africa,
0: so I don't know. I'm sure we'll be finding our When you say efficient, I know exactly (laughs) what
1: you mean. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Precisely, yes.
0: Uh, MTN came out with an announcement regarding its its BEE scheme and because of the lack of dividend. There's there's something going on there as well. Um, Mm. So MTN, I think under pressure. Please
1: update me. Yeah, it is a little bit of the pressure. And it's been sliding quite a bit low. It's another share that that, that I like and, and our group likes as well. Up um, near yeah, 64, 65 ran a share last week, back at 58. So, what was the 10% sort of sell off in the last, I guess, sort of trading week? I'm not quite sure. You know, it, MTNs one on those shares again that sort of languished uh, behind sort of Vodacom recently um obviously very correlated to to nigeria with 50 of its earnings coming from there and, and again correlated to the oil price ironically so they've been under a little bit of pressure and the nigerian nara was also been under pressure and mtn nigeria came out with the results either thursday or, i think it was on friday came out with the results on friday uh which were a little bit better than expected but yeah, you know, you're right i think there's a little bit of concerns there are rumors that um there's a little bit of cash flow sort of squeeze there too. And again, Mark are not liking the fact that they they sort of cancel their dividend as well. So, yeah, also a little bit of buyable air there, though, quite frankly, um, I think it's more than in the price at the moment. Swap prices
0: today. I hate this. I hate saying this. The Rand is 1721 against the US dollar. And I have to say that people that are so enthusiastic about the Rand, it's going back to 1450, 15. I never say anything nasty about that sort of thing, but history dictates that that doesn't happen, especially during times when people are on risk for one day and then off risk for two, three days. Mm-hmm. Dollar rand is 17.21. That's horrible. British pound against the rand, 22.56. Euro rand approaching all-time record lows for the rand anyway, 20.28. And the euro dollar is one seventeen seventy seven. And that that is not a, a big move for the euro dollar. So this is independent rand weakness. Someone hates us at the moment, and I don't like that. Probably they hate all the emerging no. market countries. Maybe update me on the peso and the real, etc.
1: So I yeah you know, I hate to concur with you in this particular one, but this is very much a rand story because if you look at a couple of the other crosses, uh, Russian rubles only down 0.2 percent, uh, Mexican pesos only down 0.4, um, even the Turkish lira, heaven forbid, is is actually unchanged on the day. So this is actually quite surprising for me. This is very much a rand sell-off now. I don't know. It's what uh, yourself and David alluded to last week. Maybe a bit of front running off the back of that IMF money coming in, but the last few days this is all about the Rand. Um, mm. And normally I like sort of comparing the sort of you know the apples with apples. You know, normally when the EM sort of currencies sell off, they're usually quite in unison, um, or else as you said, you get the risk on the risk off day. Um, yeah, but but today is. You know, S&P's down five and a half points. You know, the DAX is, you know, doing what it's doing. The FTSE's almost unchanged. This is not a risk of play. This is a rand sell, and I'm not quite sure what's going on. There, but, uh, no. I don't know, but it's very much a Rand sell. I don't know if it's a, if it's a overseas emerging market fund or someone just getting out of it. But this, as you said, this is this is not an EM play. This is a Rand sell. What we're seeing right now.
0: Let's go back to Friday. The Dow Jones was up 0.4%, just over 0.4%. The S&P was up three quarters, and Nasdaq was up an incredible one and a half percent to 10,745. Uh, Dow Jones features this morning. Ah, uh, down a little bit, down around about a third of a percent from what I can see. S and P was up, now down four and a half points, which is which is small, but I mean it shows you that people just don't know what's happening. Nasdaq futures, they're still up, but not as up as much as they were. They're up 0.4 percent at the moment. They're the shining light, and the Far East. How's the Far East looking, Nick?
1: So the Far East was also a bit of a mixed bag. I actually wrote the, on my morning note this morning, so I'll just read Tokyo did well, actually. Morning. Yeah, so we actually had some numbers up this morning. We had China's manufacturing, uh, the Caxton market, the PMR number came in at 52.8. So that was above expectations of 51.3. So China bouncing off the back of that. Hang Seng was, was actually down 0.9, and the Cosby was slightly up, and Australia was down 0.1. So once again, I think... It feels like we've got a very directionless, choppy session ahead of us and people are battling to find out which way to go at the moment, unfortunately.
0: Okay. Um, what else have we got? Let's have a look at the all-important commodities prices. Maybe the commodities are down. That's why they, um, the RAND is mm. getting... No, nah, that doesn't explain it. The gold price is essentially unchanged at nineteen seventy-four dollars an ounce. The platinum price is down a couple at $9.06.5. Palladium, where's that,
1: please? Yeah, it's a $13.6. That doesn't explain that either. Also having a decent day.
0: Uh, there's something going on. I don't quite know what it is. Mm. Maybe it's just people just waking up and looking out the window and saying, no, this isn't right. This is this is no good. We, we've mismanaged. Uh, There's 500,000 cases. By the way, did you see 500,000 coronavirus cases in South Africa? That was the uh, mm. rather unpleasant milestone that was hit on Saturday, I think it was. That's not good.
1: Mm. No, it's not good. And more, and more and more sort of people within my inner circle finding out as well that, you know, people that we've it used to be someone else's problem. Mm. It used to be someone else's problem in China, and now all of a sudden, it's someone's brother, sister, cousin, closer to home, that is that has tested positive. So it's certainly, um, it's certainly pretty close to home here in South Africa. There
0: was an amazing documentary last night on the BBC called "The uh, China's Coronavirus Cover Up." I had no idea i know I mean maybe the BBC has been paid by Trump or someone to discredit china, but i I mm. very much doubt it, but this was an eye opener as to what actually went on, the amount of uh, subterfuge there was when it came to this this virus mm. that they that they had identified early on, or rather the scientists had but anyway that 's for a chat with um, uh, David later on uh, on Tuesday that is okay. West Texas Intermediate Crude, down a percent at 59.84, and Brent Crude Oil is 43.16, which is down 0.8%. What are the movers this morning, apart from ShopRite, Nick?
1: Yeah, well, Shoprite topping it off. Um, but other, other movers that I haven't actually seen on the leaderboard for a while, so a bit of a surprise. So we've got Murray & Roberts up 5.8%. Hmm. We have um, Lighthouse Capital, uh, Property Reit, that's up 3.5%. Click's up 2.5%. Uh, process, displaying its sort of, uh, its RAND hedge, I guess, uh, uh, qualities up 1.83%. That's with the RAND 1.1% weaker. And then the downside again, a bit of a mixed bag, because we've got some property shares down as well. So Hemp 7, we have Fortress Rita on 55 It's mainly property shares on the downside um, with the very bottom, I don't even know why it's there, but Barla World down 4.5%. So uh, again, I, I guess summing up this, this choppy, almost no real trend day. It's, a, it's, it's a certainly a little bit directionless at the moment.
0: Okay, give us the indices. After nearly two hours of trading, we're very late today, Nick, but we've both got excuses. After two hours of trading, yeah. what is the JSE doing?
1: Well, funny enough, on a directionless day, at least we're in the green, so all share up 0.17%, 100 points higher, 55,817. We have the top 40 up 0.3%, 146 points higher. And as I said, again, tying in at the seams today, a bit of a mixed bag. Utilities up 5%. That's obviously your shop right there. Uh, technology is 1.63% higher. Basing materials, 0.88% higher. And on the downside, healthcare shares down 059 We have consumer non cyclicals down 1.18%. And the banks with this week around having a bad session today. The financial index down 1.81%.
0: Nick Kunza, thank you very much for your time this morning, this late morning, uh, we'll speak again at five o'clock for the five o'clock shadow. Nick Kunzer is from Sunland Private Wealth, and that was the opening, the late opening. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors, and do not reflect the policy, position